Coaches, leaders, hello again. We are back with another Frontline Forward podcast, and I am joined today with international traveler, speaker, Pastor Travis Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for taking the time out to hang out with us little guys, man. I know, uh, thank you for making time in your very big schedule. Man, I should have told you earlier i was in florence south carolina not florence oh man italy oh oh yeah so uh (laughs) (laughs) man thank you very much hey john i want to tell everybody Mm -hmm. right now and and as they're listening and whenever they're listening right because i've told you this privately but i'm going to say it right now while both of us sitting here together across the table okay dude you we're made to do what we're doing right now. Oh, Dude, man. your voice, Don't your cadence, blush. your leadership, man, we are incredibly blessed to I be led by, by you, man. Oh, man, thank uh, you. you. So, dude, this has been fun for us. We've, we've, we've said, hey, we've been doing this for a couple weeks now. Oh, yeah. Let's tag team this last one. Let's do it, bro. So drop it on us, man. What are we <clears> talking <throat> about today? Man, we are talking about discipline equaling freedom. Mm. Right. How do we take control? How do we create consistency mm. in our habits? And how do we become successful uh, in whatever areas that we are trying to attack? So that is our uh, mantra for the week. It's our goal. It's the topic that we are discussing. And um, so I think uh, you should kick this thing off, man. How, how, what do we, wh- where do we go from here? How do we start this thing? Well, let's think about it like this, right? <clears> so <throat> for the past seven weeks, we've been talking about what it looks like to come together as a team, be simplified, to, to prioritize and execute, to, di- to empower our people, to make decisions when everything's not clear. Like, we've been talking the whole gambit. Right. And it has culminated to this point to where it's like, hey, you want to make that work all the time? You got to do the right thing. All That's the time. right. That's but right. it ain't just us, man. Mm-hmm. You want me to go to the Bible real quick and show you where Paul is writing to a church and he ends his thought train just like we are with discipline. Let's do it. You want to see it? Hey, you and I read through it a second ago and we were uh, laughing because we realized the first part of the scripture we're about to read is very convicting. <laughs> <laughs> and so our coaches may feel the same way. Hopefully about some of the more light, lighter things in this section and the deeper, darker <laughs> hey, ones. But we got to uh, <laughs> call them up, man. we got to call them up. That's right. Let's so I'm in Galatians 5, uh, and Paul's writing to the church at Galatia, and he's talking a little bit about when we become followers of Jesus and, and the Holy Spirit inhabits us and begins to change and direct our lives, that there's still these two things at odd, right? God's Spirit changing us each and every day, each and every minute as well as this, like, really crappy human nature, these default things that we just somehow or another, uh, on our best days and our worst days, are going to gravitate to for some reason. So I'm just going to pick up in Galatians 5, chapter 19, uh, uh, chapter 5, verse 19, and uh, it's really funny. Here we go. It says this, uh, The wrong things are the sinful self does are clear. Being sexually unfaithful, not being pure, taking part in sexual sins, worshiping gods, doing witchcraft, hating, making trouble, being jealous, being angry, being selfish, making people angry with each other, causing divisions among people, feeling envy, being drunk, having wild and wasteful parties, and doing things like these. I guess I'm just going to take it on to the house. <laughs> We're resigned, right? Back up and go home. <laughs> I'm going to drop down to verse 22. But Paul says, the spirit produces the fruit of love, joy. 
peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and lastly, self-control. Now, Paul's a very wise, uh, studied guy, and we can look at a lot of his other work to where um, there's a lot of emphasis sometimes that's placed on the ending of a list or the beginning of a list. Right. And he ends the things that God's Spirit would do inside of us, he ends that with self-control, man. And I... I would I would want to think that maybe that's one of the ingredients that kind of makes a lot of the other ones work. That's a good point. Absolutely. S- doing the right thing when you know it's the time to do it. But discipline's not easy, and that's what you're going to help every coach with today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lay it on us, man. That's right. So, so what you got? Well, I, I think the first thing that we have to – I think we can all agree that discipline obviously equals freedom. I it think does. everybody could uh, could say, yeah – you know, John, we get that. The question is, how do we attack the discipline part, right? And so I think if we were to, and this is the good part about this one here, guys, is this isn't so much of a bullet-pointed podcast. This is a conversation that we're all going to have. And I think that we all kind of struggle with this from time to time, you know, and it's how do I create consistency in my life to where I can become successful in whatever area I'm trying to reach? And so, uh, you know, whether, you know, let's say that's in your finances, you know, yeah. how do I discipline myself? Um, you know, if I'm trying to be successful in my finances, then, you know, I can't go racking up credit card debt. Sure. Um, you know, I can't go buying things that I know um, are not going to help me attain my financial goals. Yeah. And, you know, so I have to say I have to be disciplined in an area uh, to say I'm not going to do that in order to reach my goals. Well, I think the one thing that people struggle with the most is how do I even start that process? Mm, that's good. Right? And I think it actually starts at the root, which is complacency. Mm, that's right? good. And, and I want to get, get some of your thoughts on this. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think that if we're to start anywhere, let's say we're to attack a baseline, right? Yeah. And there's probably a lot of points that you can add to this as well. I'm looking forward to hear that. But let's say that we want to start with a baseline. What's the first thing that we need to do? Because I, I think a lot of people get this thing backwards. This is one thing that I want to attack head on is people say, well, you got to have motivation. Yeah, but where does motivation come from? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you, yeah. know, you don't wake up and say, oh, I'm man, I'm motivated today. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have to have a reason for that. There's only so many videos you can watch on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> under that title. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. You know, right. how do you, so how do you take that and run with it? You have, and I think the first thing we have to do is we have to create an internal why. Right. That's good, yeah. So we have to have a reason that um, that the obstacle isn't going to be as much of a challenge. And I think where people get stuck, and I want to hear your thoughts on this, is, you know, what ends up happening is we're on that journey, right? Let's say we're on that fitness journey to lose weight. Sure. We're on that financial journey to gain some financial success. Sure. And then, boom, we hit a wall. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, is that wall becomes – it's so rock-hard solid, and it's so tall, and it's so wide – and then we quit, right? And we quit because that why was not big enough to get us over that wall. So, I mean, what do you think about that? What's some of your thoughts? Man, I, you're 100% right. And I was thinking back to something that you said in episode three. I want to say it was episode three. Where we were talking about prioritizing and execute. And, dude, it is, it's the feeling we all get at some point in time in our life paralysis by analysis. That's right. right. You yeah. said that. Yeah. And I, I heard another guy say one time, 
it, it, which is the same thing in a different light, paralysis by volume. Yeah, he got that like, from me and twisted <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, you, you walk in the garage and you're like, you know, I'm going to clean this thing up today. And you're like, oh, my gosh, it's, you know. There's so this much thing. Yeah, there's, so, there's more in here. Where did all this stuff come from? Yeah, ab- <laughs> absolutely. And you're right, man, paralysis is crippling. But I think that one thing that um, means a lot, and, dude, you're, you're a fitness buff. You and I were just talking about a workout plan just a second ago before we even coming online here is um, – We've got to start somewhere by setting some sort of rhythm, right? A Absolutely. rhythm, a routine. Because um, you're right, we're we're gonna we're gonna be able to mount mount something from within, right? We're right. we're gonna be able to muster up a little bit whenever we got to do something. But it helps us to have a system in place that would facilitate us being able to do that thing over and over yep. and over again. Exactly, dude. You talked about a great thing uh, as well in that podcast. That that one helped me out a lot, man. And if these Coaches, I hope this stuff's helping y'all because it truly is blessing me. Man, it is blessing me, and it is when you dropped the hot list on us, man. Oh, man, the hot list, bro. That was that helped me out a lot, and, and I awesome. think that is one of those things that is going to help create consistency. It's going to help us see what's in front of us so we can sure. attack it. And I know that's original to you, right? Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I totally came up with that myself. <laughs> Let me just go and repent right there. No, I didn't. No, I did. I actually, uh, I was watching all seasons of Grey's Anatomy, and uh, <laughs> no, it was a me- it was a medical show, actually, man. Sure. I was watching the show on Netflix. I remember Hannah and I were watching something, and this guy, uh, I know we're getting off topic here, but this guy yeah. goes into his office, and he's like, I just need to put it on my hot list. And I said, what is this, like a, a catalog of girls? What is this? And, <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes over to this list, and he um, he he puts it on this list, and he and it's just this it's just a, a pad of yeah. all these things on this list. And I said, man, that's one thing that would help me create consistency is, you know, I just didn't write a lot of stuff down. You know, I had all this stuff yeah. to do, and I never wrote anything down. I was just trying to remember everything. And so I thought, man, just a pen and paper. Yeah writing stuff down on a, on a list. And I said, I'm just going to call it a hot list. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of how that formed. Dude, those simple systems truly, I think, help facilitate discipline, keep discipline. Sure. But, dude, we know discipline comes from within, man. That's, that's right. That is waging war on ourself. That's right. And that's dude, right. tell me a little bit about, you know, um, you know, and, dude, you're a guy who you spent a ton of time uh, physically conditioning yourself. You're an athlete. You run. Uh, obstacle course races. If COVID didn't Try happen, to. you were about to get the trifecta. Oh gosh! You ran two thirds of make it me in cry. twenty-four hours, <laughs> which is insane. Um, but man, can you speak into you know what what we can do to dig in and to maintain discipline when when the barriers are in front of us, when the obstacles are coming against us? Yeah, man, that's awesome. I appreciate you reading that compliment script, man. I'm gonna give you that fifty bucks <laughs> at the end of this podcast. So, <laughs> um, no, man, but I, you know, I think you know just as you've stated that, you know, there's been a lot of areas in life where you've really helped me in my leadership. You know, you were the it, first man. one to actually introduce me to this this system of, uh, I'd call warrior leadership, yeah. you know, um, Hey, listen, we attack the front line. We hold the line. We move the line forward. I mean, given yeah. the podcast name, That's right. I mean, yep. so you helped me realize that. And I go all that to say, um, you know, having people in your corner that can help push you to different areas. Um, you know, I, I can remember being young and, you know, I was, you know, 80 pounds soaking wet and, uh, you know, strong gusts of wind would pick me up <laughs> off the parking lot. And I remember dropping the bar on my chest. I don't know how many times, and you know, about having, sure. you know, suffocating there on the bench, and somebody had to come pick the bar up. And Smith machine? Yeah. 
was, no, <laughs> it, was it was it was free bar thankfully yeah, right. you know my problem was i'd never use a spot and i'm sure they were wondering why i was only benching the bar and why the yeah. bar was falling on my chest but yeah. that's beside the point that's right um you know i remember thinking man this blows and yeah. so what i started doing is i started lifting with guys that were massive i mean mm-hmm. these guys were um you know i knew that they were much bigger than me they were much stronger than me much faster than me and man, I don't know what it was, but something just drove me to be like, man, I want to look like that. I want to yeah. look like that. I want to look like that. And uh, not that you want to idolize other people or nothing like that. You want to be able to create the best version of yourself. But man, there's nothing like having somebody in your corner. Um, you know, as I have been for you, as you have been for me, just to yeah. say, hey, look, man, you've got this. I appreciate that. You know, and I think some, being having people in your corner that can motivate you is probably one of the best tools that you can have uh, in your arsenal. Along with, again, that reason why. When you have that reason that yeah. is kind of packed into your brain. Um, you know, I had a, a guy I talked to recently who was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. And he was a spiraling out of control. Um, and essentially what happened was, is, you know, he came and talked to me. And he just said, you know, I'm not, I don't know what to do here. And he had obviously never been diagnosed with anything like that before. Sure. Uh, but you could tell that his you know, his habits were leading him into that kind of direction. And, and he knew that as well. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he came to me and he was talking about the situation and, and he said, what do I do? And I said, man, look, you need to have something in your mind, something that you, it, only you can come up with this. That's going to drive you uh, past this obstacle that you're yeah. facing this journey, right. Of weight loss. And so um, he has a son and I said, man, focus on your little boy, focus on the fact that your little boy wants to wants you to still be there when he's 10 years old and um and so you know with that uh fast forward to today this is probably two weeks ago we had that conversation um he's lost 20 something pounds dude come on that is two weeks you know and so yeah um with having the right people in your corner and having consistency and having that why behind it i think that really helps drive some motivation and drive some change um and maybe you can speak in on that a little bit yeah man um I, th- I think you're exactly right. And I'm sitting there thinking back to that passage, you know, that we were reading and we kicked off with. And, you know, there has, as, and you, you know this, dude, whether it's in our title or not, yeah. doesn't matter. But as coaches and as leaders, we pastor people. That's right. And I'm sitting there, like, hearing that list back of all these things that should be fruit in my life and, you know, they are all centered around the fact that uh, that truly, man, I am just a shell of a person, and it has right. got to be God's spirit Absolutely. doing something inside Absolutely. of me. And I think that that in itself, especially in the ministry avenue, you know, because I got something I, w- I want to throw at you in a second. I think it's yeah. going to help all these coaches out a lot too. Is that at the end of the day, man? You're right. We need things that we can look at that really get us fired up to push right. through to do the hard thing. Yeah. when it's the right thing to do. And a lot of that truly is found, you know, in, in Jesus and outside of that. And I'm not preaching to you. You you, you agree sure, with all this stuff. 100%. Um, you know, I'm hearing like that list of all these, you know, things that our sinful self can do. And I'm like, oh my God, like I can relate to like all of them but the witchcraft one or something <laughs> like that. You know, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, but definitely, you know, God doing in something inside of us that makes a difference, but it goes back on this, like, dude, it's like a, this like weird, just s- cyclical thing. It's hard to get closer to, 
to Jesus if you're not actively praying, actively That's in his right. word, which required disciplines and stuff like that. So it's this weird thing. But, man, I want you to, to speak into something. Um, I'm sitting here, like, I, I think this was going to help our coaches out a lot, but kind of, kind of like m- meshing all this together, the right. fact that we're going to up- overcome, you know, we're going to come up against barriers and obstacles. We've got to push through and that God's going to help us do all these things. As leaders, man, we're going to come up against some obstacles, some conversations we're going to have to have with people yeah. that are tough. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so-and-so's posting something on Facebook, so-and-so's clearly yeah. drinking too much, so-and-so might be struggling with some of the websites they're going to. Man, how can we as leaders use the Bible, honestly, as the benchmark for discipline to be able to talk to our folks about, hey, man, I know you're struggling with this, but, you know, we got to dig a little deeper in this thing, man, because we're called to so much more than this, you know, crappy version of life that we're living out. And I mean, dude, can you speak into, as leaders, what we can coach our folks through to be able to rely on God's word, man, and to be prayed up and discipline themselves to help coach others? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a uh, yeah, man. That that's probably the you probably nailed it on the head right there. That's the pinnacle question right there of all leadership. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? How do you have the tough conversations, and how do you, yeah. um, you know, how do you make sure you're staying true, uh, yeah. you know, in in your ministry? And I think you know, and you probably, be, I actually really am looking forward to hearing your thoughts on that exact yeah. thing because you know you just have so much more experience in that realm, especially in ministry. You know, but from the time that. Um, I've really dug into ministry and, and and into leadership. You know, I think that the the one thing that we all have to realize is that, um, you know, Jesus was not passive. Mm-mm. You know, no. I mean he he came uh, to bring a kingdom, and yeah. nothing was going to stop that. And Dude, absolutely, he was love. Yes, he was grace. Yes, but in today's society, I feel like the pendulum really just swings toward nothing but grace. And nothing but love, and nothing but hugs, and rainbows, mm-hmm. and unicorns, and skittles. You know, and yeah. and that's not what Jesus's ministry was about. That's not what his life Dude, was about. That is he, spot on. I mean, he came to bring. He he brought a sword, you know, yeah. and he came to uh, bring revelation. And you know, at the end of the day, like as as brothers in Christ, as leaders, as a matter of fact, it's even more important for us as leaders to again have that reason, that yeah. why in our mind. That's like. You know, who? What would you rather have? A hard conversation now, or a harder conversation with Jesus when you get Dude, up there? Preach that, <laughs> preach <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, but I want to hear your thoughts on that. I, and I hate Dude. to formulate it back to you so quickly, but I want to know, like, from from all the conversations you've had to have with people sure. in ministry. I mean, you know, you're the executive pastor here. You have built up such yeah. amazing teams within this church. I mean, you I lead division after division after division. You know, and you've been able to help lead me uh, to be able to kind of come alongside you and look at all these teams, what are some ways that you have taken that and also kept God's Word you know, at the forefront when having these conversations? That's good, man. That's a good question. And I'll, I'll be as open, as transparent as possible in that one. And you said something, man. I heard somebody say a variant of the other day that was um, that if you go through our Bible and you look at interactions where people interacted with Jesus, He created tension everywhere he went and yeah. made people just deal with it you got <laughs> these right. you know the rich young ruler coming up to him how much sign here king well you know what's 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 the way i can get this guy to get it the most that's right give it all up yeah 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 
And he left upset. I mean, he does. He leaves <laughs> us in this constant state of tension all the time. Right? He loves us, but he does make us wrestle with things. And, man, just speaking from the front office, dude, and I'll, I'll be candid. We've had to make a lot of decisions, and I have made a lot of decisions. There are people who, you know, we've built relationships with that, that don't work here anymore, that aren't leaders here anymore, that we're at just a normal um, serving capacity. Uh, the first thing – I would say it's the one thing you always want to err on the side of is grace, right? That's right. I love coming alongside people. I love coming alongside people not just as a pastor, but as a person. That's right. And, you know, I'm very blessed to be in the seat that I'm in staring across from you right now on a church podcast because, dude, that that I wasn't supposed to be that guy a few years ago. And God's really reactivated some things in my life that I think were there all along. Wow. And, and all that to be said is I, I think – if we're going to help people become better versions of self and, and, and make personal disciplines, we see them as people first. Yeah. And dude, we're always going to, we're always going to land in one of those categories every once in a while, the top half of Galatians (laughs) five, you know? And I think we need to walk with people through that and go, Hey, you know, we, I I get that you're struggling with something. That's not what we're called to do. Right. So I want to walk with you through it, but we're going to have to create some disciplines. You're going to have to find the daggum, porn blocker for your for your daggum phone right you know or you're gonna have to quit tr- talking to your wife like that and i think once you got that relationship you can talk to somebody like a person sometime. that's right yeah and then the pastor side is this is that uh you know at the end of the day we're gonna be responsible for these people if you're a coach listening to this podcast you better understand you are going to be responsible for these people at the end of the day at some capacity absolutely and I've always said this, and I've told this to Pastor Brandon, man, is that when we make decisions sometimes, we're going to make them, and I, and I say this little phrase, so we're on the right side of history. Yep. And what does that mean? Man, I've had to ask people to not do stuff in leadership before because of character issues. Now, we all got some things we got to work on. But, sure. but if it crosses a line that really takes us away from being able to provide ministry to people, then... The, the thing to do to be on the right side of history is to stand up to that thing even when it's the hard thing to do. Come on. To dig down and go, man, I, I want to be able to have the discipline to go, I love you, but this ain't working out. Yeah. And, man, there and <laughs> to circle back, dude, we're honestly constantly living in a state where we could be on the other side of that, right? That's right. Yep. You know, in a weird way. Absolutely. And it's, I think, discipline that allows us to keep our egos in check to keep our lusts in check, our vices in check, to keep our shortcomings in check. That's right. It's like the only weird weapon I've got to go, man, I'm a crappy, selfish person, but if I'm disciplined and not thinking about me all the time, <laughs> yep. then maybe that will be the thing that, you know, God's going to bless that. Yeah. You yeah, know, 100%. so I always say people, um, for sure, treat people like, like a person, and then uh, we want to make decisions that are going to honor God. That's right. Because we're going to have to answer for these things. It's funny. We answer to them in the moment, right? The person on the other side of the phone, the text message. But ultimately, that ain't who we're answering to at the end of the day. And we want to make sure we, we, we hold the line. Man, absolutely. And that's it, man. Discipline's holding the line. That's it's, it. You know what the right thing to do is. You and I both know. Right. Right. You know you know when me and you go to Little Pigs, man, this, <laughs> you don't go to the banana pudding section even though we do it any <laughs> Right? You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's holding the line on what you know is right to do. That's right. That's right. Having integrity.
having integrity, having man. character. That's right. That's a tough thing to develop. Yeah. And, I, and you know, and I even think, and, and I know we may end up running a little bit over time here. And I appreciate you guys. We're as good because remember, I, I messed up the recording. We had to start over. <laughs> yeah, I, wonder, well, I don't know if they called on that. But yeah. well, I was going to roll past that, but <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think it even goes to, to the details, man. You know, yeah. And, and let's just be real here for a second. What are you posting on social media, dude? Come on. You know what? You have to understand, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you're being trusted with a witness. Dude, right? come on. You have a witness, and there is extra witness given to you when you are made a coach. Here's the deal. If you're in any type of leadership with Radiate Church, you you are in a glass house. You know, people, people will see you as somebody of witness, somebody of leadership, somebody that they can come to for help. And if, you know, there's a lot of, I think you could probably speak into that, there's a lot of things where, there's a lot of conversations, you know, things that you see on Facebook or something that you, man, I'd really like to, um, you know, have sure. have the debate with that guy about this. I don't agree with that. Or, um, you know, it even goes to as far as, you know, uh, maybe I probably shouldn't post that because I don't want perception to be reality here, you know. You know and and that's, that's, that's even, that takes, that goes down to the, the, uh, the bits and pieces of discipline of, yeah. you know, having to realize everything has a cause and effect. You know, and, yes. and understanding that if I do this now, what is going to be the effect of that later? You're either going to, it's either going to be something positive or something negative. And uh, the question is, what what are you willing to do now? Uh, you know, what, what what are you, what, what is your um, life looking like now? And what are the decisions you're going to make now in order to have the best return later? And uh, so that's, yeah. that's, I think it even goes as far as that. You know, maybe you can speaking well, that a little bit you've you, and you've heard pastor brandon talk about it. it's a it's a fundamental you know part of his leadership teaching and he teaches it a lot on our relationships with other people right. that it's like a bank right you know th- the more you and i draw close to each other and we have a relationship man it builds equity and then you know there comes point there there will come times where we'll we'll make a withdrawal on some of that equity you know where it turns into you know you and I are, are doing ministry and stuff together, and I go, you know, um, I mean, it, the the most basic of things is, hey, John, would you come help me with this outreach project? That's right. right. Yep. And we build that relationship with you. You say, oh, yeah, oh, PT's a good guy. Of course, I'll go do that with him. You know, and and I think there's a there's a little bit of that too when it comes to discipline, to where, hey, you know, when we're when we're you know we're doing the things that we're supposed to do and the things we know we're gonna do, and the minute that we fall on that. It's kind of like it's kind of like cashing in. That's right. On that a little bit, right? That's right. Absolutely. And uh, and I think that anybody listening to our podcast, our coaches right now, you guys know how you know uh, it's not worth cashing in on that. It's not worth liquidating the four hundred one k man just because you want to go buy a boat. That's good. You know. That's good. Um, and it's I think the same thing with with discipline, man. It's it's way smarter to hold the line, hold our tongue, right? The thing the Bible says. You know, a small rudder can control a ship, man, and tongues untamed, man. Yep. And we got and everybody's got one. Uh, you know, and I and our, our our tongues can work out their way in our fingertips on a keyboard too right now, yeah, too, you right. know, in our in our lifetime. Keyboard, but, keyboard um, commandos. Yeah, I know. Um yeah, discipline sometimes you know what? This is actually a great segue, man. Uh because discipline sometimes not doing something. Mm. That's a good right? point. Yeah, we're just been sitting here talking about uh, this things entire time. Things that we should do, yeah. Things we should do, but you're 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 hundred percent right. Sometimes discipline is not engaging in things too. That's right. And knowing where the line is, and that we're not going to cross that. Dude, there's a very famous story 
uh, and I learned this from Jocko, you know, we listen to this podcast, and, and that has made its way into the DNA of ours, you know, is uh, he tells us, he tells his story, where he's looking back during the Vietnam War, something called the My Lai Massacre, where um, it's a very unfortunate event to where um, hundreds, maybe in the thousands, of uh, very innocent uh, Vietnamese people uh, were tortured and killed at the hands of American soldiers. And it happened because of poor intelligence, right? And um, and as we he dissects this thing, he starts talking about, like, well, how the heck did it get to that point? You know? Right, right. And we start to learn about, you know, these false reports and bad intelligence. But then he starts to learn a little bit about the people that played a part of this. And he finds out that uh, over time, man, they just kind of devolved into something less than a soldier. And so as they're, like, tracing this thing back, this is crazy, man. This, hor- this horrific thing in American military history. They trace it back to find out that this, you know, this guy in command that allows this thing to happen. At some point in time, he told his soldiers it was okay to quit shaving. Mm, quit shaving. Wow. One small thing. And then all of a sudden, change after change. And, and you know, uh, they just started, like, giving in to all these little things. And That's it culminates right. into something horrific. That's right. That's right. And uh, wow, I think that's a dangerous thing for us, man. Very sometimes knowing not what not to do, right? Oh my you goodness, know? yeah. So. I, and I think leaders are everybody wants to be a leader until it's time to do leader stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, think, I hate to say it that way, but man, being a leader is tough, man. Yeah, having having witnesses tough. Sometimes you just wish, like, man, I wish I could just say whatever I want to say. <laughs> you said you said last week. Oh, what was it that? Uh, a uh, high school grad can make 95% of decisions, but you get paid <laughs> you get to make paid the, five, the, other the other five. And, dude, they're the five that, 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 that matter the that, most. That matter the most. Cost and you the other, most money. And other people's other people's jobs are on the line. Yeah. Other people's careers and livelihoods are on the <laughs> That's line. That's right. So, man, that I think everybody just quit on us on that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, no, you're right, yeah, man. man. It's uh, Yeah, it's doing the right thing, man, or, and knowing what not to do. That's right, and yeah. having the – uh, having that reason in your mind yeah. that says this is why I'm going to do this, and um, yeah. I'm not. I, this is non-negotiable. There are yeah. some things in leadership that you can call audibles on, but there's just some things that in your own life, leadership or not, they have to be non-negotiables. You know, um, if you know you have a drinking problem, guess what? A bar is non-negotiable for sure. you. You're not Co- going. You know, it doesn't matter if sure. you've been sober for five years. At the end of the day, um, I know people that have been sober for 25 years, and to this day. They're like, yes, I still go to my AA meetings, Dude, and I exactly. don't go into a bar because guess what? At the end of the day, I'm still selfish. I'm still flesh and bones. I'm still a sinner, and I know that this is somewhere that uh, will bring back something in me that I don't want to see. You know, yeah. so that that is a and, and that even you know you have discipline when everybody is doing it, and you know you just shouldn't, and you yeah. and you decide not to. Dude, that 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 is the title of today's episode man to put a, a capstone on yep. top of this thing doing when you do the right thing right when you're disciplined you have the freedom of not having to experience all the other negative crap that's right dude the example is when i'm disciplined doing the speed limit i don't get the speeding ticket that's right exactly cause and effect and that's it and, and that's the same thing you're saying when i'm disciplined in going to my AA meetings and not going to a bar, you know, I don't get intoxicated and backslide 25 years. Exactly. And it's the same thing in our lives. Hey, when I'm disciplined in, in God's word and praying, I don't feel like I'm free in my relationship with him. And I don't feel like, you know, crap, I'm incredibly distant now. 
and I'm having all these ill effects because of it. I mean, and and that is that is this episode, man. Doing right. doing the right thing, even when it's the hard thing. That's right. Gives us the freedom of knowing that uh, that we didn't compromise anything. Exactly. Holding the line, moving the line. Absolutely. You want to give a final thought? Uh, man, you know, I just I think the only thing that I want to say is that you know anybody that's listening to this, um, hold your line. Find your why, hold your line, and um, begin to start one step at a time. There's there's yeah, a Navy SEAL out there that says, hey, look, you want to change the world, start by making your bed. Dude. Right? Um, hold your line. If you, you know, make sure that if you are holding, and make sure if you're holding other people accountable, um, I would rather you have a hard conversation than somebody come back and say, yeah, he'll let it slide. Mm. Don't worry about it. You know, mm, that's yeah. not a mark you want to have on your record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's mine. That's that's I think that's my thought. Sure. What what about you before we wrap it up? Hey man, like I said, just do do the right thing. That's right. Do hey, I'm I'm gonna tell you something I learned from Anna from Frozen Two from oh, watching come this. Come on. All kinds of leadership with my in little there. girl. She said she's singing a song, Life Life is over, right? at this moment. And she says, uh she sings a song about just doing the next right thing. That's right. And, dude, there is some weird power in that kid song that my little girl sings at two years old. You know, um, there's power in uh, doing the next right thing. That's right. I think God can use that. That's right. I think right. he can use the next right thing. Exactly. So I'm I'm, I'm going to, you know, preach on Anna. Man, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a sneak peek right there into the next message. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, right. Uh, but, coaches, you know we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we hope it's a benefit to you and it's going to help grow you in your faith, your leadership. And uh, I think with that, we'll uh, we'll see them next time. That's right. We will uh, see y'all next week on Frontline Forward Podcast. Have a great week.